everyone. Welcome back to Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana. And let's get to business. So, the other day, which is yesterday, <laughs> I was in this heated debate with the Most High because I was trying to. I was trying to just pretty much express the fact that the way that life looks when you follow God is like it it just seems kind of like mid on the outside you know like for outsiders looking at because the life path where you follow God is like filled with suffering you know like I was just thinking about like all this stuff that I had went through within the last two months and I'm just like god like that's crazy you know like I feel like you know I kept I kept the laws I kept your word I kept your standards you know like I don't understand why my life was just filled with suffering and it's like you know all the people who see that I live and breathe you they kind of like look back at me and laugh like oh wow look well if you know if God was with her so much then why is she suffering or if if she's chosen then why is she going through so much pain why you know like is there all these strife and conflict that's following her if God is supposed to have had her back right because that's that's another thing like when you're anointed the worst thing is hearing how people truly feel about you and the spirit like I know that some people like think that like you know things are like gifts and that it should be you know really cool but there are some gifts that are you know just not they're not easy to deal with because like I said hearing someone's true thoughts about you even if like you're like across the world you could be nowhere near this person and you will know how they really feel about you like you'll hear your name being brought up in conversations and you're not even in the room right and it's just filled with all these people who you know are like either making fun of you um, making a mockery out of you mocking God because of your experiences like it could be really tough you know or like hearing people being like oh well you know um that's why you know she lost her place or that's why you know she doesn't work or that's why she don't have no no man or this and that and you know after a while I'm like well they're right they're right but as I'm going back and forth you know with the most high about this stuff God is like okay and those same people bragging about their man is the same ones getting their ass beat it's the same ones who they manage cheating on them and running down on them it's the same ones who are unhappy the same ones who they man don't even like them the same ones who have to buy their men. The same ones who have to run down after they man and leave their kids behind. And these are the people, these are the women who you let in 
you know, make you feel some type of way about your faith. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or, like I said, when I brought up, you know, my place, at the end of the day, that place, even though, you know, I thought it was good for me, that place, I was fighting a principality at that place. And once the war was over, the war was over. And you don't stay on enemy grounds, you leave. But I had invested so much, right? Like thousands of dollars, my furniture, clothes, everything. And I'm just like, there's no way that this is happening to me again. And God was like, yeah, but I sent you on a mission. I sent you on a a mission to tear down a principality. And you're worrying about what people got to say. People who pay $200 for rent. People who have help paying rent. People who don't pay rent. You've been paying rent all your life. All these years. Why are you letting people who are nowhere near your level, especially on the, in the spiritual realm, why are you letting how they feel get you down? Especially because these people is not even brave enough to tell you how they feel to their face. This is just stuff that you found out from the spirit realm. And I'm just like, I hear you. I hear you. I hear all that. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. But just on a like, just on the real, just even in like the industry and in, like the music industry, the entertainment industry, the celebrities who quote unquote don't sell their soul, those are the ones who we barely even see. We barely see them make it. We barely hear their music. We barely see their art. We barely see their clothes on the runway. Right? Like, it's like they kind of just, even if they're extremely talented, they just don't make it. But the ones who do sell they soul, the ones who do promote demonic covenants and demonic worship, those are the ones who we see are like mega superstars or mega millionaires. And I was just asking God, like, but like, do you really see what I'm saying though? Like, it seems like following you is a route filled with suffering. Like, it feels, it seems like, right? And I'll just say it seems, because it's not, I know it's not, but it seems like following God is just nothing but suffering, nothing but a sour life. And I say that because, for example, those who start to follow God and have to obey the covenant of celibacy, it's like you're obeying this covenant of celibacy, but then you're stuck you know like you like you kind of feel stuck especially if you had a very active lifestyle before you met guys like it's just like a drought right it's a complete drought and then you look at everybody indulging you know in in sexual immorality and you're like you know what I'm saying like not to say that you're comparing yourself per se because I personally never compare myself but it's just like I don't understand. <laughs> and um, as I just kept, like I said, going back and forth with God, especially about like some, some prophets, right? Every time that I would bring up a prophet, God would show me like, yeah, but look at what happened in the end. So for example, like with Joseph, with Joseph, he was betrayed by his own family. They they stole they stole from him. They stole his, his luxury coat that, is, that was passed down to him. They sold them into slavery, right? Then he finally 
makes a little leeway in life, right? Potiphar is like, oh, where Joseph are you? You be my right hand man. You you good at what you do? Then he comes the devil again with Potiphar's wife, lying and saying, you know, accusing him of of trying to touch her or whatever. And he has to flee. Then he goes to jail. It's like, you know, all those different parts of the story. After a while, a human can just give up. They could feel like the fight is too great. It's like even trying to be a good person is like there's so much opposition when you're trying to be a good person. It's like it's like the devil is just like riding your back when you're trying to be a good person. And the devil just jumps from person to person. Like even seemingly innocent people, all of a sudden the devil can just like breathe, you know, breathe his dirty spirit into them. And now this person is attacking you or doing like little evil things to you. And it, it, like, like I said, it just makes you feel like, God, what's really good? Like, I, you know, I don't get it. So I, like I said, we was, you know, debating last night and he just told me, you know, like, yeah, but in the end, all those things that happened to Joseph happened to him for a reason. It happened to him for character development, right? Because the most important thing in Joseph's story, believe it or not, was not the fact that he was able to feed the same people who betrayed him, but it was solely because Joseph was so forgiving. Because technically, not only did Joseph forgive his brothers for doing that to him, but he also forgave Fodfer for throwing him in jail based on accusations. And he also forgave Fodfer's wife who made the accusation. And technically, according to the scriptures, at least what I've seen, he never received any apology. Right? So God is showing me, like, when you're going through certain things, it's, yeah, all the little details, you know, the devil's in the details. But overall, the big, huge parts of the story is usually character development. It's to make you a better person. So that when you do get your blessing, because it is true, like like the most I told me, Last night, he's like, yeah, but in the end, Joseph ended up being blessed. Joseph ended up having everlasting wealth, despite how his family treated him, despite how his employer treated him. He ended up having everlasting wealth and was known, was very, very well known for the way that he ruled, for his rulership. The fact that he was a just person. And I'm like, all right, we got that one. You got it. You got it. All right. And <laughs> and then, you know, I, I prayed. And then this morning when I woke up, well, last night before I went to sleep, after I prayed, it was put on my spirit to read Psalm 37. So I want to read Psalm 37 out loud because this is, this is pretty much what the Holy Spirit gave to me in response to what me and God was debating about earlier. So let me just put that, pull that up really fast. Oh, it's already there. All right, Psalm 37. And I want to read this version. He will not forsake his saints. Fret not yourself. No, this thing didn't change. Hold on. 
<laughs> Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Do not be envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in, in abundant peace. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. Oh, and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and the needy, to slay those whose way is upright. Their word, their sword, excuse me, shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. They are not to be put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they will have abundance. But the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land. But those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young, and now I'm old. This is David talking. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, or his children begging for bread. He is ever lending generously, and his children become a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good, so you shall dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. The Lord will not abandon him to his power or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. 
wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will look on when the wicked are cut off. I have seen a wicked, ruthless man spreading himself like a green laurel tree, but he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless and behold the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. But transgressors, but transgressors shall be altogether destroyed, for the future of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. So, this this scripture that the Holy Spirit put on my spirit last night before I went to sleep reminded me very heavily of Psalm 91. And if you know, I did a whole episode on Psalm 91, so check that out. But pretty much this was God's response when I was asking, like, you know, what what is supposed to entice people to want to follow the word, to want to be a godly man or a godly woman when people follow God and feel like all they get is nothing or they feel like the path is just it's just hard it's just filled with blockages and immediately it was like the amount of wisdom downloaded into my spirit was like beyond beyond capacity because all of a sudden I just started to receive you know sayings and quotes like um things that come fast you know does not last long but things that last long do not come fast and I'm just like okay I see where you're going right because a lot of the times we see people living these lives that we think are good right we see them either in the newest designer the newest cars you know they have money or they have whatever but these are the same people who when at night they come home they're suicidal they want to kill themselves they don't want to be anymore these are the people who cannot you know weather the slightest storms these are people who the slightest thing can happen and it can change their mood right let's say if something doesn't go in their favor all of a sudden they're sour right and and they're so sour that they sour everyone else's day everyone else's mood and that's how weak they are so pretty much what the holy spirit was teaching me and showing me was that in god your spirit becomes strong because not only do you trust god but also god is gonna put you on like god is gonna show you like you know maybe this might not go your way right now but just trust me and i promise you that it'll go your way in the future you know like for example what christ says is like you may not understand what i'm doing now but you'll understand you know when the time has come because most of the time when you are going through sufferings it feels like the end of the world right but the thing is is that when you develop your relationship with christ all of a sudden it's like you gain this best friend it's like you gain a best friend you 
you get to meditate on scriptures that help you, even if you do slip up, right? Because we're all human. Like for me, I'm usually extremely patient, which is why I've always been in careers that require a lot of patience, a lot of, you know, due diligence necessary to complete my task or complete my position. But I, like everyone else, I'm, I'm human. So when things don't make sense or when things don't add up or when I feel like something is not righteous, immediately my temper can flare through the roof. But solely because I don't like when things are unfair. I don't like to be taken advantage of. And I don't like to see other people taken advantage of either. Right? And the thing about that is, is that when I was younger, it used to be out of control. And I realized that a lot of my anger was being misdirected at the wrong people. It was people who actually loved me who, you know, I was like firing off these arrows and the people who really did hurt me, I wasn't saying nothing, right? I wasn't saying nothing to them. It was like, like they were like Goliath and I could not, I could not truly stand strong in their presence because I'm so used to these people tearing me down all my life until now. But also... (laughs) But also, not only did God give me the strength and courage to, you know, defend myself and defend the righteous, but also God taught me to, like, fall back. Like, you really don't need to do anything, you know? You do the very bare minimal. You let let a person know, hey, your behavior is a problem. The way that you act is a problem. The way that you're treating me is a problem or in regards to like my apartment, right? I had to let the senior management know, hey, this stuff is a problem. Something's not right here, (laughs) right? It's like, if I to just sit down and be quiet and just take abuse, no, it is to speak up, but also to just trust God because at the end of the day, evildoers, all their behaviors, all their transgressions is all written down. It's all written down. There's nothing that they can do, think, believe, lie, accuse, there's nothing that they can do that God does not see. And you need to trust God enough to know that vengeance belongs to the Lord. There's nothing that you need to do. Nothing. Just continue to live your life. Like I said, speak your mind, hold your peace, and move on. Right? Because as the scripture says, a lot of the times we look at these wicked people, these people who lie, steal, and kill, but it seems that they live in their best life. Yeah, but look how look how taxing that is on the soul. Look how taxing it is to steal someone's inheritance or steal, you know, property or something from someone. And then, you know, you you acting like you're living your best life, you're tricking it off, you're doing all this, you you taking your man out, you're taking your woman out, and everything based off of stolen money or stolen property. And that all looks good on the gram, right? Because nobody knows. Nobody knows what you did. They only see the fruits. They don't see the seed. They don't see that that was actually from a bad seed. They only see the fruit. But in actuality, a bad seed also produces a bad fruit. Those things don't last long. So a lot of us is, is envying people for what they have, and they did like slick and slide stuff to get it. It's not going to last. 
is not gonna last. So there's no reason to envy what somebody else has. There's no reason to assume that because they look lit on the gram that they're really happy and that they really being blessed when you know that these people is wicked. No, they're not. They're not being blessed. They're having problems in that relationship. They're having problems with that, with that home. They're having problems with whatever they did, some fraudulent shit to get, they're having problems with it because they did it, they did it in a foul way. Right? So we have to be very careful again when we're, when we're envying other people. So for example, the other day I was I was talking to my uh, my sister and she was telling me, you know, like she feels like she needs to be, you know, further in life and, and this and that. And I'm just like, immediately I just knew because it was something that I also felt, but I also felt like it was coming from social media, right? Feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be in life or feeling like you're behind or feeling like, you know, you're a failure because you don't have what everybody else, what everybody else at your age has. And I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, you have a, you earn your money you have hard hard earned money you pay up your bills with your hard earned money you go to school you do all you do all the things in the right way doing things in the right way takes a little bit longer it takes a little bit longer for you to really start to enjoy the fruits of your labor right because these are actually good fruit good fruit take a little while to produce right Think about it. Think about the only the only fruit that produced fast is GMO fruit, fake fruit, fruit that could give you cancer, fruit that can poison you, toxin. Those type of things grow real quick and fast. But real good fruit with real organic seed, those things take a little while. So don't compare yourself to what you see. These girls on Instagram with these nice bodies and stuff, those bodies is fake. They fake. They don't want to the to Dr. Miami. Dr. Colombia, Dr. Venezuela, Dr. wherever, those bodies are fake. Love your natural body because that's real and it's beautiful. God gave it to you. Just take care of it. You watching, you watching these girls with with these cribs with the floor distilling windows and, and they got this and they got that. They're scammers. They're scammers. Every day they have to live their life in anxiety. Why envy that? You looking at these girls with the new G wagon, this, the new this, that, this, that. It's fake. At any moment, that shit could get repoed because they can't really afford it. They didn't really buy that. They clapped it, but a clap could only last for but so long. Right? So it's like everything comes with a price. But when you do your things the right way, when you do your things the righteous way, the only cost is time and effort and patience. That's the only cost. So I just wanted to share this because like I said, I was I was praying last night and I was just debating back and forth with God about it. Cause I'm just like, you know, something has to give. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, the Holy Spirit, you know, put me on, gave me the scripture. Oh, and then I got the confirmation this morning when I woke up and I went on Instagram. Another sister in Christ, she just happened to post Psalm 37, I think verse 12 or something like that. And I'm like, I read a confirmation. 
that was the, that was really the Holy Spirit that said to read it. That was really the most high answer in my prayer. Like, God is real. God is real. And you could, as long as you make your request known, God will respond. God will answer. God will help you. God will be there for you. It's worth it. It's worth it to be a good person. It's worth it to be able to go to sleep in peace. It's worth it to know that whatever storm you're in, you will have peace. You will have a peace of mind. You will have tranquility. You will be able to go to sleep with a, with a clean conscience, a clean heart because of the way that you follow God, because of the way that your relationship sits with God. So I hope that this inspires someone to keep going because it definitely inspired me. And yeah, like, just don't don't give up. You know, don't give up when times look hard because when times look the hardest, when things look the most like bleak, like nothing is going on, nothing is popping off you know you're just feeling like wow like what am i doing wrong no it's it's a test it's a test the trials of job read the trials of job read the whole job and you can see job didn't do nothing wrong it was god testing job to see if he was really about what he said he about if he was really a righteous man or was he just righteous because he had blessings Right? It was a test of character. That's how this whole thing is with God. Everything with God is about character, not about things. You get your rewards after you prove your character. That's when you get your blessings. That's when you start to see prosperity. That's when you start to see the floodgates, the the windows of heaven open on your life. You have to show God your character. And you can't, there's no character to show when you always getting blessed. If you always having blessings or you always having things go your way, then you you always gonna be happy, right? God is not looking for that. God is looking for who are you when things don't go your way? Who are you when situations are unfair? Who are you when when you lose things? Who are you when when people team up against you? Who are you when you feel like you know nothing else is, is moving nothing else is happening who are you who is that person because that is your true self your true self is the person who you are when no one is watching that is the person who god is working on that is the person who god is going to test so i love you all and that's what i'm